0: Welcome to Keek's Cast, the podcast of discussions of practical theology that seek to offer God acceptable worship with reverence and awe. I'm your host, Keegan Richardson, and it is Tuesday afternoon. We're going to cut right to the chase. We are getting into more of the theme of God's holiness today, and our daily reading for today, our daily scripture passage, is found in Revelation chapter 15. And we're going to look at specifically verse number four, actually three and four. So yesterday we were in the second book of the Bible, and today we're in the last book. And those two ideas, the the beginning and the end, are an idea that we're going to discuss today in accordance with Revelation chapter 15. So let's get right into it. So beginning in Revelation 15, I'll start reading in verse number three, and it says this. have been revealed. So that is today's daily reading. And as we begin today, I guess it's helpful to kind of give an encouragement or a comfort in dealing with this passage of Revelation. Revelation can be a scary book, it can be a confusing book, but in terms of just a broader view of biblical studies, it was helpful to me when someone pointed out it is easier to understand the Bible if you understand the major themes um, throughout the Bible. And if you understand some of the bigger themes throughout the Bible, it is easier to understand the details and the nitty-gritty that are found in deeper passages or just more complicated scriptures. So instead of getting into the nitty-gritty of Revelation today, we're just going to discuss some of the major themes that we've already been discussing and how they relate to the end of the Bible that we're in, Revelation chapter 15, and in the second book of the Bible which we were in yesterday in terms of Exodus. And these things are related today because as these saints, or as I wrote down in my devotional, these people who have conquered, these they are singing the song of Moses. Well, our first question should be, should be what does that Mean And if you're familiar with the book of Exodus, you may know that there are multiple songs of Moses found in the book of Exodus. So we have discussed the Old Testament quite a bit in recent weeks. And the first song of Moses that we have is found in Exodus chapter 15. Um, I encourage you to go read that. I think it's around 20 verses long. And what's happening in that passage is Moses is declaring praise to God after he has delivered them and his people, the Israelite people, the Hebrew people from the hand of the Egyptians, from the hand of Pharaoh. So God has saved his people just like he told Abraham hundreds of years before exactly what he would do. And not only did he declare that he would save his people, but he also declared that his people would end up in slavery. So God has declared the the final moment of this story long before it ever even started. So in Exodus chapter 15, the first song of Moses, we learn that Moses is giving praise to God after God has fulfilled his promise to save his chosen people and that he has heard the cries of his people. So yesterday we were in Exodus 34. So two chapters before that is the second song of Moses that we have found in the book of Exodus. And it is, I think, about double the first song of Moses. It's about 45, 43 verses long, something like that. But I encourage you to go read both of those things and then come read this passage that we have today um, again and see what themes that you can find that are related. But... Some observations is that another point that keeps coming up in this theme of God's holiness is that God's holiness should produce a healthy fear. It should produce a righteous fear. As we see in verse number four, who will not fear, O Lord, and glorify your name? For you alone are holy. So we talked about this a lot yesterday, and I was probably a little redundant in yesterday's episode discussing the idea that if God is morally perfect, and we are not, our first reaction should be well that's that's scary there's there's a problem for me there once I realize that truth. but then something that I find so interesting in today's passage is he asks these people ask as they're singing the song, "Who will not fear, O Lord, and glorify your name?" But then right after they declare that God is holy, the next thing we come to know is that all nations will come to worship you. So this healthy fear that we experience with the holiness of God is not meant to keep us far away, but is actually supposed to bring us into intimacy with God, which is kind of the main theme that I focused on as I was studying the devotional for today. So I wrote down, it should be a natural response for the people of God to worship in light of God's holiness and his deliverance for us just like the people of Israel, the Hebrew people, and Moses did immediately after they they were delivered out of the hand of the Egyptians by the strong arm of the Lord. So his holiness is something that should draw us near and can draw us near if we are coming with a humble surrender. So it would be an inappropriate response to draw near If you think that you are perfectly fine how you are, but a humble response, a response of surrendering to someone mightier, to someone more uh, glorious and morally perfect than you are, that should produce a humble and healthy fear that leads us to come join that team with the expectation and realization that we cannot defeat this God that this God is an all-truth of the acronym, the GOAT, like the greatest of all time, the most glorious of all time. There's no defeating this God. He's undisputed and will be undefeated forever. So that is the main theme that I kind of drew out from today. And that was the main point of application that I wanted to get across today. And my prayer is that results in a more practical and more comforting response to the holiness of God than just seeing it as a problem and it keeping you there. It shouldn't produce a realization of God's holiness that just leaves us where we are, but rather it should draw us to him, realizing that the safest place to be, the best place to be is with the just, true, and holy God. As all of the nations are found in this passage, all nations will come and worship him and he is the king of the nations. And that is a comforting fact because we are told in this passage that all of his ways are just and true. So that is the end of the matter for today. Fear God and keep his commandments. I pray it was encouraging. I'm your host, uh, Keegan Richardson, and we will be back here tomorrow. Later.